Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Mutulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with January 10th and February 10th, 1919, Part 2, pages 178 through 180. February 10th, <clears throat> 1919, Part 2. When the statutes had been completed, I invited Monsignors Mikulkevich and Sadovsky, as well as Canons Maciejewicz and Stetskiewicz, to a meeting, which of course included Mr. Roblevsky and me. It became clear that the ownership and supervision of church property would be transferred exclusively to the parish councils. The pastors were not even mentioned because, ostensibly, the Bolsheviks would not recognize any other type of association. After I heard it out, I said that this was contrary to canon law and that I had no authority to approve such statutes or associations, nor could I give them to any priest. Consequently, I decided that it would be better to put off this matter for a while to wait and see what, was actu what actually develops. As for me, wherever I could, I advised the priests that if the Bolsheviks should try to take over church property, they ought to, to form parish councils to defend, but not to control it. I asked them to explain to the people that this property belongs to the parish and not to the pastor. Should the Bolsheviks confiscate parish property, the parishioners would have to find other means to support their priest and the church. With the loss of church property, a new burden would fall on the shoulders of the parishioners. On many estates, the Bolsheviks had already organized councils made up of farmhands and workers, but so far they have not touched church property anywhere. I am even more concerned about the teaching of religion in the schools. As soon as they get here, the Bolsheviks began threatening to pass a decree according to which all religious symbols religion as a subject and its teachers, the priests, would be banished from the schools. In some places they had already begun to carry this out. The people were incensed, and everywhere they vociferously demanded that religion cannot be abolished and that schools must remain as they are. They say that if religion and the priests are driven out of the schools, they will refuse to send their children. I heard that in one place, I think it was at in the town of Svencionis, the Bolshevik commissar replaced the Catholic principal of a secondary school with a Bolshevik who ran the school as he saw fit. When the older children saw what was going on, they went home, while the younger ones, forced into the school, started crying. Realizing that the school would soon cease to function, the commissar restored the previous staff and ordered returned to the school. I told the pri priests that they should organize parents' committees at the schools. Let the parents themselves defend their rights and demand that their children be taught religion. At the same time, I used everything I could get on this subject. I read everything I could get on this subject so that I would not transgress canon law in any way or the teaching and spirit of the church. I also investigated how the church has handled this situation in other countries where the schools have been secularized and religion is no longer part of the curriculum. 
Blessed George writes about some statutes that had been created to protect church lands, and he learns that ownership and the supervision of the church property would be transferred to parish councils. The pastors were not mentioned. Blessed George complained that this was contrary to church law, and Blessed George refused to approve such statutes. He informed the priests that if the Bolsheviks should try to take over church property, the priests should form parish councils to defend the church property, but not to control the property. He was trying to keep a delicate balance between enraging the Bolsheviks and respecting uh, the rights of his uh, faithful. Blessed George writes that the Bolsheviks had organized uh, councils on many estates uh, made up of farmhands and workers, but they had not yet seized any church property. Blessed George worried that the Bolsheviks wouldn't let, the, um, let them teach religion in the schools. Uh, he writes that the priests had already been banished from schools in some places, but the people pushed back. They wanted their children to learn religion, and the parents threatened to not send their children to the schools if the priests and if religion were banned. A Catholic principle had been replaced by a Bolshevik somewhere. One school looked like it would fail uh, with the children not uh, attending the school, so the commissar restored the previous order to the school. And Blessed George encouraged the priests to organize the parents into uh, committees to protect the schools. And the parents' groups demanded that religion be taught to uh, their children. Uh, Blessed George educated himself so that he wouldn't make any decisions contrary to canon law. He studied how the church had handled the secularization of Catholic schools when it had occurred in other countries. He was a wise shepherd who learned from history. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, 
or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.